Eight vital minutes were lost between police being told a shooting was planned at the Linwood Islamic Centre and the terrorist opening fire. A senior police officer in the communications centre has faced hours of questioning during the inquest into the mosque attacks. Timothy Brown was in court. The flag was raised by a parliamentary staffer who was reading the terrorists' manifesto and called police. But the message wasn't passed on to frontline staff at the time. Inspector Ian Harris told the council assisting the coroner, David Bolt, police treat threats as genuine until proven otherwise. But you didn't treat this one as genuine until proven otherwise, did you? Uh, I'd say we did, yes. Well, the thing is, if you did... I think that probably makes it even worse because nobody took any action whatsoever as a consequence. Mr Harris argued action was taken as a result of the information, but it was limited to within the communications centre, something Mr Bolt wanted explicitly noted. But it didn't involve sending police to the Linwood Islamic Centre to protect the people there from the terrorist who you'd been informed was going there? Unfortunately, no. Right. So it might have generated some internal action within Southcoms, but it didn't generate any action that was of any use to the worshippers at the Islamic Centre. The timing is key, as the terrorists didn't begin shooting at the Linwood Mosque until 1.53pm, eight minutes and six seconds after police were told it was a target. The information from the Parliament staffer was also classified as priority two, meaning it was missed by the three police staff reviewing information coming in about the ongoing terror attack. Mr Harris has refused to call priority two classification a mistake, which has led to, at times, confrontational questioning by Mr Bolt and other counsel. All right, let's just take a step back. I know you're really desperate not to acknowledge that a threat of a firearms attack should be an automatic P1, but let's think about another kind of threat. That's certainly not what I've said, that the threat of a firearm attack should not be... An automatic P1? Should the threat of a firearms attack be an automatic P1? Because that, that could shorten this conversation a lot. Mr Harris says it isn't such a simple question. But, while he refused to call it a mistake, recently retired Metropolitan Police Superintendent Julian Platt has no such qualms. Mr Bolt read his words to the court. It was an error to enter the event as priority two, especially when at the same time the police were receiving numerous calls about the firearms attack at Masjid al-Nur. This is among the clearest examples of a priority one call defined as an actual threat to life or property happening now that operators will see. Under questioning from Anne Tui, one of the lawyers for some victims' families, Mr Harris said he understood police policy at the time was to send protective units to other sites of a religious group following reports of an attack. So as soon as a call comes in saying there's shooting, I can hear shots at the Dean's Ave Mosque, police should have sent a unit to the Linwood Islamic Centre. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, in hindsight, that would be what we should have um, potentially done. Mr Harris says the dilemma for police staff is the availability of resources and whether they can be safely deployed. But Mr Bolt had already earlier raised the availability of police officers on the day. You know that substantial resources were rushed to the ED to deal with the non-existent shooting there, right? Yes. Right. 
Seven people were murdered at Limwood Islamic Centre. Officers arrived at the mosque only three to four minutes after receiving reports of shots being fired there. The inquest continues tomorrow. Timothy Brown with that report.